Welcome to the LC Parent Podcast, where we get real about the struggles, victories, and laughs we share as parents. All right. Oh my goodness, guys. I am so excited about today. You have joined us on the LC Parents Podcast, and I have a special guest that I cannot wait to introduce you to. Uh, First of all, if you find yourself here, LC Parents Podcast is are really just a great big conversation of all of the parents who attend Life Church or any parents that you invite to take a listen here with us. I hope that you feel like you can grab a cup of coffee and really just join in this conversation. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun today, as we always do. Um, I am joined by a great friend, Jennifer Reardon McSoley. She and I met years ago. Jennifer, how many years ago was that? Um, I was looking that up. It was about eight years ago when we met at the um, Orange Leaders. It was the yes. next conference for all the Orange yes. Leaders. That's we met right. in the Orange offices. So, yeah. So we have both been in ministry for a long time and we met at a conference and we were just like immediate best friends, just immediate <laughs> connection. She is so much fun and I can't wait for you guys to get to spend the next uh, 20, 25 minutes with her with me. Um she also, well, I, you know what? Tell us a little bit about your family. Tell us about your ministry and tell us what you're up to today. Sure. I am, I've been in family ministry for over 10 years and early childhood education for over 20. I have my master's in education. Um, but most importantly, I have dyslexia. I have a invisible ability as well as my ch- one of my youngest has dyslexia. One of the things, I have two boys, they are 10 and 7, and then Aww. I have a wonderful husband who is just an amazing support system, it's super fun to be around, and um, and now I'm writing books to help kids and empower them through their invisible abilities, so that's what I'm up to right now. That is incredible. I am so excited that you of all people are writing a book. You are the most <laughs> fun, energetic person, and for you to write a series of books that really highlight and celebrate kids with what you're calling invisible abilities. You mentioned that you have dyslexia and that you have a child with dyslexia. Correct. So I had the privilege of getting a super early edition of your first book. Tell us the title of the first book. The first book is called Lexi Diaz and the Power of Dyslexia. So awesome. The illustrations in this book are incredible. Who is the the audience for this book? Parents, kids, both? Who do you intend uh, well, to read these when books? when I started this book, I wanted to make sure I wrote a book that was fun to read and that children, so from 9 to 10, from 10 years old all the way down, could be empowered by what it teaches them and also to be involved in when they're when you hear a read aloud. So there's there's ways to get involved and it's it's silly and fun, but then it's also educational. But the the neat part about it is that it's showcasing dyslexia as a superpower instead of a disability. It's more of an ability. That's awesome. You know, I'll be honest, I didn't know a lot about dyslexia until I read this. It's again, it's a very short, well-written, very well illustrated book that kids are going to love and parents will find it a joy to read it along with their kids. But you do such a great job of highlighting because of, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but potentially because of the fact that someone has dyslexia in the case of Lexi, um, 
you then also have these really unique abilities, these things that that make you different from other people in a super great way. I love that you celebrate those differences because of the abilities that these kids have. Absolutely. One thing that's my goal with these books is that I wanted to have us stop dissing our kids with words like disability or disadvantage or disapproval or dysfunctional. And I wanted yes. to remove the dis word and give them abilities and showcase Yay. their advantage and showcase how their approval and take these books and have a kid that has dyslexia and remind them why they were created. God does not make any mistakes. We're fearfully and wonderfully made and through these books, I wanted kids to understand that God made you this way for a reason. Just because school teaches you one way doesn't mean that you can't learn a different way. And it's figuring out how you learn, what works for you, and utilizing that to go make a difference in the world, which is something I wish I had these books when I was a kid. Because growing up with dyslexia, which, you know, People didn't really know that much about it when I was a child. It was frustrating. It was hard. It was embarrassing. I didn't Ooh. want anyone to know that I had it, and I tried my best to overcome it. But to give a child a book like this to say, you're awesome, and here's why you're awesome. You have dyslexia? Cool. Let me tell you why you're amazing. And so Ooh. that's why this book was the first one of the book, because of it's kind of the first passion of my life. And then... Um, through the series, I'm going to showcase different abilities, invisible abilities is what I call them, and to make sure that everyone knows that God created you for a reason and not to be ashamed of it, to celebrate it. That is so incredible. And I love the fact that it's a whole series and it's <laughs> called The League of Invisible Abilities is the name of the series, correct? Correct. That's right. Can you give us a sneak peek into some of the other uh, invisible abilities that you'll be Exploring? Sure. The first one, obviously, is dyslexia. The second one, which will be out soon, I'm waiting on it to be illustrated, but that one's about autism. And his name is Austin S. Spectrum. And he uses the power <laughs> of autism to solve mysteries. Oh, he's great. He's nonverbal. And his sister tells the story about how great he is and why. The third book is where I showcase the powers of ADHD. That girl's name, her name is Addie D, and she has the power of ADHD and how amazing she Ooh. is because she has it. And then there's more to come after that. It's a 10-book series all about invisible wow. abilities and all about empowerment. Instead of thinking, oh, you have dyslexia, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's nothing to be ashamed of or worried about. You are awesome. And here's why. That is incredible. I love that. I, I love it that you're hitting those particular ones. You know, I recently had a parent tell me, it, it was heartbreaking. She was sharing with me that she had stopped attending church. She had stopped going to any sporting events for her older kids. Activities were just kind of out the door um, until she started coming here to Life Church. But she had kind of stopped all of those things because she was so unsure about how her child would behave. Her child, I believe, had, was on the autism spectrum. And he would just get real frustrated with himself and sometimes act out. And she didn't know how he was going to behave and then how people would respond. And she was embarrassed and discouraged. And she came to Life Church and found community. Can you, with for some of the parents who are listening today, um, have kids with some of the range of special needs um, that your books are going to highlight? What is some encouragement that we can provide for parents with kids with special needs? 
Well, to to think about it, you need to encourage the parent to understand that they're not alone. That there's a huge group of people out there that you can connect with that understand different different steps that you might be going into um, that have older kids with, with the same disability that maybe they can give you tips on how to advocate for your child, how to raise awareness. Um, and then most importantly, if you have a young child that just recently gets diagnosed, it's important to focus on the strengths of your child instead of the weaknesses. Um and identify how your child learns best. Is it visual? Is it auditory? Is it through movement? Um, and also remember that life success is not school success. You want to make mm. sure that, that our children are successful in life. Um, that's something that a lot of parents kind of get stuck on, that if a school comes across and says that there's something that their child is not not getting or understanding or not getting along or acting out, we can figure out a different way and mm. then understand that life success is more important than school success. Um, and then, of course, finding a life group, a life group of support system just to give you a break, just to give you support and um, just the positive environment to understand that that you're not alone and, and your kid's amazing. So let's let's talk about that instead. Right. That's so great. You know, I've actually heard two different takes on this. One, I have a friend who is in a life group with a whole bunch of other parents who have kids with special needs. And they love it. They're thriving. They they can, you know, share stories and frustrations and they sort of advocate for each other and cheer each other on. Then I have another set of friends who uh, have chosen, they don't want to be in a group with, they want to be in a group with other parents, but not necessarily parents with kids with special needs, not for any other reason than just mixing it up a little bit. They're in a great advocacy group, a community group that they're mm-hmm. a part of, uh, but their live church life group is just made up of parents, their kids age. Um, what do you think? Do you think both are a great approach? Do you, what do you think? I think it, it's what fills you up. What, what gives you the full bucket when you leave the life group? I know Ooh. that I love being in groups with all different types of people just because I learned so many different ways. It's also nice to have a support group so you can bounce ideas off each other and get support in that way. But when it comes to a life group, I prefer to learn about everybody and to to discover different cultures, different abilities, different different backgrounds just because there's something I probably could learn from them and would love that. So I think it just depends on what type of support you're looking for. If if you're really in the thick of it, you might need a support group that's all about your child's ability instead of meeting your needs. But you need to make sure the caregiver has their bucket filled because then they're able to give the best care possible if they're not running on fumes when it comes to their child's needs. That makes sense. And you as the parent are generally the primary caregiver. So yeah, so right. what I'm hearing you say is whatever, I love the the language, whatever fills your bucket. Um, if it's more helpful for you to be in a group of people who have that that shared interest, the shared passion for kids like your kids, then all the way, you know. That's right. Um, but if you're finding that kind of support outside your life group may just be about your connection with Jesus through your community of believers from Life Church. That's right. So I love that. I love that. Now, I know too, You've talked to me too before about um, how stressful oftentimes it is for parents to feel like they're navigating or managing their child's behavior. 
Talk to me a little bit about that. You talked about some of the embarrassment, guilt, shame responses and some of those kinds of things. How can we help parents through some of that? Well, first of all, to avoid pity. Mm. That's one thing that is was empowering when I was talking when I was writing the book about autism, I partnered with a woman who has a child with autism that is nonverbal. And she told me a story about how she would take her every time she takes her child to the park, he has some very common things that he does because of his ability that makes all other moms give her bad looks, dirty looks, Ooh. because she they think, oh, he's just he's acting out or or he's not a good child. But to her she she found it more comforting to wear an autism speak shirt at the park because then people would would understand where she was coming from but where where the turntables turn is when somebody was talking to her oh yeah i'm sorry your son has has autism she's like no no that's just my son he's great and it was it was so refreshing to see that don't don't pity anybody because that's i don't want anyone to pity me because my child has dyslexia i want them to just support me and be like okay that's all right that's great right. I don't want pity. I love my child exactly the way that he was made. And I expect everyone to feel the same way. You know, that is so true. And there's so many of us, I talk to parents all the time who have children that struggle with deep anxieties, yes. uh, panic attacks, um, insecure. You know, all of our kids are struggling with something. That's right. right. And, I, and I recognize what I don't want to do is water down uh, the intensity of some of the special needs that, are, that our kids are dealing with. I don't want to water that down at all. But I do think you're right. And for those of us um, who are potentially listening to this podcast thinking, how can I be a support? That's right. I want to support these families. What can I do? I love what you're saying is don't pity. We're all struggling with something. Yeah. Right? Um, how else, Jennifer, can parents or people, you know, I love our teenagers at the church who um, are part of our Life Kids Buddies or Switch Support, which are our programs to support kids with special needs in Life Kids or in Switch on Wednesday nights. How else can people in our communities support families who have kids with special needs? I would say a lot of parents need help offer to babysit or help with self-care, nurture a sibling's relationship, because sometimes the sibling is the one that's forgotten about because the other child is taking up a little bit more energy and someone gets missed. So mm. be that person that reaches out to the family and say, hey, how can I help? Do you want me to take the sibling? Do you want me to babysit tonight so you and your husband can go out and have a conversation uninterrupted wow. for once? <laughs> <laughs> or pick up the tab at, at dinner if you see them out. There's so many different things that you can show God's love to these families that that is supportive because I tell my husband this all the time so many times people say how can I help just let me know how I can help I'm happy to help just let me know well nobody's ever going to ask so just do it just That's do so it good. and then they can say thank you later but just go for mm -hmm. it and help out because people need it if they ask for it or not and um Community awareness is important. And then asking them about it. Hey, can you teach me about dyslexia? How, how is that at home? What do you do to help your child with dyslexia? Or, or your child has autism. What does that look like? What can I do to help? Do you need anything? What can I, you know, those things. And, and, and then just do it. Just do something to help them out would be so great. 
So it's not offensive to just say, hey, I, you know, I've heard you say that your child has autism or that your child has ADHD. Talk to me about that. I'd like to learn. That's not offensive. No way. I think raising awareness is extremely important because people want to talk about it. A parent knows their child. And when their child has something, they know everything about it. If my child has a cough, I I know everything about my child's cough and I want to talk about it. And, Mm -hmm. and, And so people really... You need to raise awareness. Talk about it through the community is helpful because then once you teach people about it, then they know how to respond or help or um, be supportive within the community. That's great. That's great. Gosh, you know, there's so much great stuff that you've shared with this. I love the... I'm just going to be honest. I'm the person who has said, hey, let me know what I can do to help. Because, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to be pushy or or I don't want to step in too firmly. But you're right. We we need to just be a little more assertive because people probably aren't going to ask. And I love that you shared that. You've kind of given me a little spark. I need to be (laughs) more bold in that. now, respite, that's what respite care is. I've heard, I've heard the term respite care. That would be like providing the date night, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Care I'll come and stay with the kids so that you and your spouse can go out for the night. Or, gosh, wouldn't it be amazing to have a weekend yeah. away where you could go and stay overnight at a great hotel and get a couple's massage? Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> would we all love that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody with kids would love to be able to get away for a night. Sure. Um, but yeah, okay, so being able to do that, How important is it for, I've heard of couples that will go to church alternately. So dad will go to church on his own and mom will stay home with the child or vice versa. How important is it for a couple to attend church together? Oh, it's extremely important for a couple to worship together and to go to church together just to have that experience. So that one hour of church together is extremely important. That's why I love how Life Church has the the buddy groups and, and that they have somebody with their child to make sure that they're learning, that they're enjoying themselves, and that the parents get that break to be able to worship together is extremely important, especially for a relationship when they are living in that lifestyle their entire all twenty four seven. They need a they need a break. That's good. That's so great. I mean, I I. I it sounds like a silly question. I know it's important for Matt and I to attend church together, so I assume it is for everybody. Um, and I do. I, I'm glad that you mentioned again Life Kids Buddies and Switch Support. You know, all of our kids want to be in community. They all want to have good friends. They all want to be prayed for and to be able to pray for others and to serve. And Life Kids Buddies and Switch Support provides that additional well, for lack of a better term, support, Mm -hmm. so that our kids and teenagers can fully engage in the ministries that we provide here at Life Church. So if you have a child that has any type of special need, needs any additional support, um, gosh, bring them. We want to partner them with a buddy or with a support person on Wednesday night if they're a teenager. Sixth to 12th graders are on Wednesday night at Switch. And we fully believe that all of our kids should have the opportunity to engage in those ministries that are designed and intended for them. And we want them to be in relationships. So we have one-on-one buddies that will work with your kid. Um, Also, if you're thinking to yourself, yes, I I want to be a part of that team. I want to be a Life Kids Buddy or Switch Support person. 
gosh, find your Life Kids pastor or youth pastor today. Any staff member will be able to help you get connected to that opportunity. We would love to have you be a part of our team. Uh, gosh, I, I love the stories of families who have partnered together with a buddy. Um, you know, I've, I've heard of people that begin taking their buddy on, you know, like they're become their babysitter and they're the person outside of Life Church that's most connected to their child and becomes a mentor to their child. And those things are so important. So there is definitely a place for you to serve if you're feeling real passionate about this at this point. Um, Jennifer, I it has been so great having you on. I always love spending time with you. And I know that our listeners had a great time hearing about the books. Where are these books going to be available? We're going to make sure and link to them. We're going to be talking about them on our LC Parents Facebook and Instagram accounts. Uh, we'll also mention them in our parent email over the next few months. But where is it that people can go and buy these books? You can find them on Amazon. That's the main source of where you can get them at, or you can go to theinvisibleabilities.com. But Amazon's, everyone shops through Amazon. Amazon, what's that? (laughs) So you can get all three there um, in January, but by March, we wanted them to get out, be out all three of them as a series starter for March Disability Month, which um, will be coming yeah. soon. Yeah. What, tell me about March. What What is March? So March is March Disability Awareness Month. And that's when a lot of communities would love for everybody to really showcase different abilities, disabilities, and talk about it in the community to start a conversation. Exactly what we're doing here and get people started in the right direction to be a part of the community. Awesome. Thank you again for being with us. Gosh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. And we are just so excited for all of you who are listening to be a part of our LC Parents Facebook community. So be sure and join there. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at LC Parents. And also don't forget life.church forward slash parents is really your best go to for just about any resource you may need to be connected to through Life Church that supports you as a parent. So, guys, we will see you next time and we'll see you this weekend at church. <laughs>